Hello, everyone, and welcome once again back to SCTV for ScreeningClub.com, where we break down the latest in television entertainment each week for you. I am here, as always, with my associates, my brother, Chris, and our good friend, Mike. You guys ready to talk some TV? Oh, yeah. I'll do my best. <laughs> you a little tired, a little today? tired today? You seem a little tired, Mike. What's the, uh, what's, what's the story there? I, uh... This morning, I spent like five hours helping move our good friend, mutual friend Tony, Ooh. from one apartment in in Manchester, New Hampshire, to another apartment in Manchester, New Hampshire, probably five five minutes down the road. <laughs> wow! There was some some heavy items we were. You know what? We've all uh... contorting and twisting <laughs> and pushing. And from what I remember of Tony's. Heaving. Tony's <laughs> apartment. He's got a pretty good TV. Yeah, Was he has pretty a large? pretty big screen, 55-inch, yeah. that he keeps, that I guess I'll be keeping in his bedroom. Ah, nothing but the best. That's what Tony always says. And yet, and he's keeping a little 32-inch in his living room, which I was a little confused about, but... He's just throwing TVs down just uh, just because he wants to make you move stuff, it sounds like. I think... Anyone, Quite I think most people have have helped. What? Most people have helped a friend move, but until you've really done it, you you think it's going to be a lot easier than yeah, it actually I, is. Yeah, for some reason know? in my mind, on my way up there today, I wasn't thinking it would be as rough as it was. <laughs> yeah, it's always shame on me. You know, manual labor just it's always it's always tough. But we'll yeah, be understanding. I'm not used to working that like extensively with my hands. I'm not really a hands guy mm. as we sure. all know yeah <laughs> i like to use my fingers for typing on a keyboard not really there you go lugging heavy shit down flights of stairs yeah and um you know it sounds like you you pulled through though we'll we'll be understanding yep. if you're a little bit off your off your game today we'll, we'll, we'll pull you through let's hop right into it let's talk a little uh, american horror story we're on chapter yes. seven yes the weekly Chris check. Chris, have you joined back in? Did we pull you back in last week? That's a good question. No. No, oh, Chris. No. no. You know, some people, I've seen that some people said that this episode is one of the best. This last week's one was one of the best in a long time. Wow. I think I said that. Uh, no, this one that we're about to Mike, talk please. about. I disagree. Uh, but I was reading online. Quite quite a few people are really uh, really up on this this episode. What what did you think, Mike? Uh, well, yeah, I I raved about it in our in my uh, to be released <laughs> column. Of about, course, about the season. Uh, your uh, your upcoming ar- article article about about just the season in general. And uh, not sure when that'll be up, but at at some point it will. <laughs> Should be up this this weekend. Okay. <laughs> For sure. So you can check out all of Mike's thoughts more in depth. But let's talk let's talk right. a little bit about it here. Yeah. Uh just thought it built very well off of off of last week. Um really sort of fleshed out the could see it a little bit more and it delivered a pretty through and through very strong hour, very scary hour, tense, suspenseful. Um lots of deaths. The deaths I, started coming through. Lots of deaths, lots of blood, lots of gore, uh, lots of Kathy Bates action, which I'm a huge, 
enormous fan of. Um, wasn't without its, you know, ridiculous American Horror Story <laughs> moments. But altogether, very strong. I, I just can't get over the fact that anyone agreed to go back to to the house like it, it just makes no sense and i just feel like it's so thinly veiled I, that there really is no reason i mean they kind of ha- um set up everyone's motivation for going back like for the actors it's it's monetary it's for the fame yeah they like threw these things out but i, I kind of understand it from their perspective uh from lee's perspective i i kind of get it as well uh she wants to clear her name of of on this this murder case that that people I, I implicated her in she's the only one that i i understand right <laughs> she's the only one uh as far as matt and shelby that's pretty thin uh shelby's <laughs> reasonings to win back her husband matt after cheating on him with the fake matt a uh, little weak there and Matt, we learned this week, is because he is in uh, he's in love with the Woods Witch, played yep. by Lady Gaga in the reenactment. Real Lady Gaga. So the, it's a different Woods Witch. It's not Lady Gaga. She's not. She's a lot scarier. That was probably the coolest part of this episode was seeing the real. I love things. seeing the real versions of these ghosts. I, that's that's been one of the highlights for me. See, we got the real butcher this week. We got the real. That might be the only uh, hillbillies. Highlight for me, we yeah. got the real, uh, we got the real Mott, Edward Phillippe Mott. He was terrifying, you know. In a very brief glimpse of him, I think we're gonna get a little bit more in the future. Just watching this stuff, you know, you're 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 throwing out like you know the the reasons they they gave for these people to come back. Oh, the actors and the money and for the relationship. You know what happened in this house. Well, no, you're, from their you're perspective, gonna die. their perspective, they think it's all bullshit. Because they they said they filmed in the summer, they they didn't experience anything um, that the real people experienced. So I I understand they they think they don't buy it. They, so to their surprise, it is very real. Yeah, I I guess it's a little bit a little bit. Crazy. Yeah, why Matt and Shelby would ever in a million years think about going if 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 what they said happened really happened? Why they would ever go back to that house is bullshit but if you can get past that which i am willing to do for the sake of the remainder of the season yeah why not works and for me i mean you know the the cool i think that dynamic in this episode we had the you know we come out sort of right off the bat kathy bates taking pe- people out was she not she was a highlight of the episode <laughs> maybe the season just watching that woman wheeled her cleaver, <laughs> spouting off, just, just rambling in her her native tongue, yeah, butcher voice. She was going crazy. Uh, but, but but she was going back and forth between just like this this insane woman and she these moments of 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 horror at what she had just done. I mean, uh, she did a great job. Oh, this powerhouse. Yeah. powerhouse act, uh, acting which is odd because I kind of view her as the weakest some of the weakest parts of the past oh, seasons Chris she's Wait, a what'd you fabulous say? actor of the past seasons I think she's kind of been the weak some weak yeah, role I was no. this yeah this was this has been her best role um, to date within the, uh, in the past I don't think they've really known what, what to do with her they haven't really given her a, a great amount to do mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I love this season for all that she's being given to do and she is killing it. 
She's awesome. And then, you know, sort of the the episode, Chris, was sort of we had Kathy Bates right off the bat demonstrating that she's going on a killing spree. And then it was sort of everyone being afraid that Kathy Bates was going to kill them and then sprinkling in a little bit of the real life supernatural stuff until finally at the end of the episode, Kathy Bates going crazy outside the house and the real butcher the real butcher and her mob show up. and man was that real butcher scary as hell <laughs> i mean yeah and and kathy bates final line before she receives the cleaver to the skull uh is i just wanted to be on tv and <laughs> i feel like that was a, a very fitting uh way to, to close the episode considering that line's really relevant relevance to the entire season as a whole like everyone's just quest for for fame yeah i mean i'm glad uh just very weak though mike like the whole the whole thing is so like are you not scared are you not on the on the edge of your seat through, through many of these moments i'm intrigued but i mean what else what else is there we know it's just gonna be we don't know. Them getting I, killed. I, th- I think there's more to it. We have three episodes left. Uh, I would be surprised if the remaining three are just people running in the woods away from these these ghosts trying to kill them. I think that we're going to get more, and uh, I'm I'm excited to see what what's in store for us. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the highlights for me, Kathy Bates, and getting to see what the the, the real life things look look like but and you know we're gonna get more glimpses of them yeah i'm wondering what's gonna happen with the hillbilly people that's they're they're currently uh preparing lee to be uh to be eaten or what (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) peppering her leg (laughs) i mean that was cool but really one thing i am struggling with is just everyone's um everyone's persistence with using their their cell phones to document everything oh so that that takes that's me so always out of that's it. always been my struggle with the these found footage um type genre genre horror films is just getting past the just the bullshit premise that people would would still <laughs> yeah. like hold on to the idea of filming everything once once their lives were in legitimate peril like you would throw that to the ground and run as oh, fast yeah. as you can to get out. You wouldn't care about that. But people in the, the characters in, in the, this episode were still uh, holding on pretty strongly to their phones. And I realize we have to cut them a little slack, but really it was that first scene where they're all in the kitchen uh, having their first crisis where they decide that the the, the few of them are go- are going to exit the house and Lee is just standing there with with the phone out like really awkwardly holding it up like this and like no well again one- <laughs> in in the case of Lee I think she she still still has the most motivation most reason to, to do it just because she's trying to she is the only one <laughs> she's the only one yeah she's trying to exonerate I herself agree. in the eyes of uh, public opinion but if I was the other pe- people though I would say, put down that that damn phone, you know. But then, minutes later, everyone's got the phone out. The um, 
the Dominic character, Cuba Gooding Jr. character, he yeah. has a body cam like dangling around his neck. That would have made a lot more sense to me if everyone was given that that device. Yeah, I guess they wanted to keep it a secret. But, but that that would have worked, I think, a lot better in just wrapping your your ability to forgive <laughs> forgive this. Yeah, it's still like does not make sense to me, but I am intrigued. So I'll keep I'll keep watching. Good. Keep watching. <laughs> we'll uh we'll catch back up. I do want to do this. Let's lay down a screen bet. A screen bet. Nice. <laughs> so here's what we'll do. An SB. I SB, sure. I wanna know who you think is going to be the one that survives, that leaves the house. Okay. I will. Uh, I have my thoughts, but I'd I'd like to hear hear yours I, first. I've thought about this, and uh, a character I think would make most dramatic sense would be the character everyone hates the most, the character everyone wants probably wants killed the most mm-hmm. to come out alive, um, because any anyone else would just feel kind of random or arbitrary. But I think what would make the most sense would be if. Uh, for Shelby to make it out alive, and that's who I think will. Very cool. All right, all right. That I mean, that makes sense. I was sort of going down the same path as you. Now, I think who should make it out alive, and just to be clear, when we're listening in the future, this is not who I, th- this is not my bet, but I'm saying who I think should would be Lee. I think yeah. Lee should make it out, and then she I, can. I agree. You know, I would like to see probably Lee make it out alive because she um, I think she's the most sympathetic of, of the remaining characters yeah but I think it's gonna be Cuba Gooding Dominic because the villain he's a piece of shit villain. and it would just be so funny that he's the one that makes it out and he yeah. gets to go and enjoy I, the rest of his life uh, he would probably be my number two guess we'll see we'll see they're, they're already uh they're they're cutting off people uh, every episode, so we'll see. Maybe next week we'll we'll reassess, uh, and maybe one of our uh, yep. one of our guesses won't 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 be there. But very cool. So we have lots of lots of stuff to look forward to moving forward. Let's talk a little Atlanta. Oh, yes. We all checked oh, yeah. it out, right? Mm-hmm. So a uh, we finally got a real. I mean, Ern was a lot more involved la- last week, but really dove more into the relationship of Ern and Van this this week. Uh, episode entitled Juneteenth. What What do you guys think? I I liked it a lot. I thought it was interesting seeing you got to delve a little bit more deeper deeper into Van and Ern's relationship, and also it it served as kind of a sequel, if you will, to the Van episode where she has to forward her life somehow after she lost her job. Sure. So she's doing something that she doesn't necessarily want to do, go schmooze with these people and further herself. Was it ever established just uh, who exactly that that woman was and or, or who she was to Van? I just thought it was a friend. Yeah, I thought it was like a friend from college or something, but Apparently she has a couple of wealthy friends. If it was, it was very quick. <laughs> She's been a little older. Uh, yeah, I like mm. the episode. Probably I wouldn't put it among my my favorites that the the season has has delivered. But yeah. uh, 
I thought it really sort of um, elevated the theme of of status mm-hmm. and sort of uh, like lateral movement that that we've gotten throughout throughout this season so far, um, and just seeing that contrast between Van's aspirations and Ern's um, lifestyle was was interesting where this the, 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 having those two different worldviews sort of stuffed into that house competing with one another was uh was, was fun to watch what a house <laughs> i oh, mean yeah. that's that's not the house of a millionaire that's the house of someone that has hundreds of millions of dollars and to me see he, he's a dentist i don't I don't remember. I mean, he's who that guy was. Something doesn't make any sense. So he probably had some shady stuff go- going on because that was like a that was an incredible house. It was like a castle. I think definitely wasn't my favorite episode. It was fine. I mean, not my favorite. With no the standard. No paperboy. No Darius. Always uh, gotta no. take it a notch, notch down. Uh, I thought it would have been nice. Darius just makes a brief ca- cameo, like doing something. I would off love on his to own. have seen Darius in that environment. Yeah, like he he shows up at the party completely un, unrelated to them, like doing some some other business. I feel like he would have fit in. He would have found a way yeah. to fit in. Oh yeah. I think um, so. The Van's friend's name, Monique, her husband, the dentist, Craig. That ongoing sort of thread of, uh, I I believe at the end that Monique says says to Van, black people as a hobby. Uh, he's sort of just em- embracing the the black culture, but as a uh, <laughs> like he he's just an enthusiast. He just <laughs> just dabbles clearly. Yeah, like it. Uh, I mean that that was all. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. It was funny watching the interaction. I don't know. I don't know if I'm getting a little bit. It's getting a little bit stale just to have. Every time we focus on Ern, it's just oh, Ern is in an environment he's not comfortable with. Uh, yeah, here here we go again. Like I, I mean, yeah, it, we have gotten it, a few of those episodes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was fine, but I hope that they expand beyond that uh, moving forward. It was ne- still funny. Well, uh, next week is is the season finale. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I think we can pretty much shoot down any dreams of a Darius yeah. episode. Although, how great would season would that two. be? No, yes, we don't see any two. other character throughout the entire finale. I wouldn't put it past just him. Darius. Just come out with a full Darius episode to end the end the season. <laughs> but uh, but to your point, Jeff, they he is in an environment that he is doesn't feel comfortable with. But I think they played it well in this episode where he legitimately tries to at least put on the mask of being comfortable there for the good sure. of Van, for the good of his daughter, as he said is the only reason why he's there, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, what did you think about when they were riding there in the car and they had the little tense moment and then Ern says something along the lines of why else do you think I'd be here you know sort of saying like like you mentioned Chris it was just for his daughter um, sort of taking a shit on uh, their relationship whether you know do, do you think that's what he, he actually meant or do you think that there's more there I mean at the end of the episode they pull over the car and start making out. Like they, I, I think that they prove throughout the episode that they do have a dedication to each other. Uh, 
I think Ern says to people at the party uh, he, he could never imagine being with someone else or or something. Do you think that's really what what he meant? Is he he can't imagine being with with someone else just because they have a daughter together, or do you think there's there's more there? No, I think I think that specific line was him playing it up for those four women, but uh, there is something there. It's just there's obvious tension underneath because of their sort of awkward relationship where they're together but not really together, and they clearly see other people. Uh, so there's just this underlying tension that's always there, which can bubble to the top, which happened in the beginning, or it can, once their true feelings come through, is what we see at the end. Why can't those two crazy kids just just figure it out? <laughs> they, they clearly love each other, and they're clearly some level devoted to each other. Although, I'll say this, I'm willing to wait, I'm, I'm willing to wait over the the next season to see if they can work it out if we can get that Darius episode for the season f- finale I want the Darius episode I really want it uh, or maybe Darius can help them work work it out I don't know maybe he's the key I think moment of this episode for me the interaction with the bartender <laughs> it's a great moment he wouldn't make up any of the drinks he wanted just just that that list of like four or five different drinks were his yeah. only options. But like right off the bat, Ern tries to walk up and he just says, "Excuse me, sir." <laughs> like he, he just very like <laughs> sternly but professionally shuts him down and just makes him go go away. And then um, <laughs> whatever his line was, like we we do not have the facilities to make that that drink tonight. Like please choose from this this list. That was just so uh, so funny. Well, so and funny. then it's revealed later on that he does have the ability to make anything. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just doesn't <laughs> d- didn't want to. Oh man! And the funny thing is, we're we're never going to see any of these people ever again. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Most likely, yeah. <laughs> it's just them in that situation. I wonder if, if next week we'll uh, touch upon the several police investigations. <laughs> that now have, have Paperboy involved in. <laughs> I've got a feeling we're going to get nothing more than a passing mention. Yeah, yeah, I get a feeling they're, they're kind of viewing it that the way sort of mainstream media uh, views, like hip-hop culture views it, where it's just it's another notch on someone's belt when they're in a shooting room, and it just adds to their credit. Yeah. But obviously it's annoying in the meantime. <laughs> but great... Uh, Great, great stuff. Still, I mean, it wasn't my favorite of the season, but it's still, I, I really enjoy it. Any thoughts moving forward? What, what, what do you think is going to happen next week? It could be anything. The season finale could uh, literally be no anything. There's no point in even trying to guess. I think we'll get, if I had to guess, I'd say we'll get a little taste of like, um, he'll Paperboy's career will move forward, or will be hinted at moving forward in some significant way. I hope so. Like yeah, I think like we'll probably, some we'll like probably some high up will contact him or something. We did get a little taste of um, even when Paperboy's not in the in the episode, he still uh, is is affecting everything. Like he, the doctor immediately acknowledges Paperboy when it when it's revealed that Ern is is his manager. The two valet guys are going crazy over Ern being Paperboy's manager. Um, still, uh, still interesting stuff. We'll see what happens, uh, 
We'll see what happens next week. I know we've got a couple of quick hits we've been wanting to get to. Chris, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead returned for its seventh season premiere. I know who died. You know who died? Mike, see, Mike doesn't care about Walking Dead spoilers. He's because I don't think you're ever going to watch ship it. ship has sailed, I guess. All right. Well, yeah. The big question coming to this episode was who died, who was going to die, and they would they die? <laughs> the person the person died that died. Was it who you thought it was? Uh, I'll delve into a very light spoilers here, just sure. so just warning everyone. Uh, and I know Jeff, you haven't watched it, but this really isn't that big of a deal. So the episode starts. You, they don't reveal who's died until about halfway through the episode. Then they reveal the first death, and it was like kind of a boring answer, a safe death. Okay. And you're like, all right, they're going with the safe death. Then the episode keeps going, and then abruptly a second death occurs. Whoa. And the second death was a major, major character. So it was pretty shocking. That's pretty cool. But the thing, the thing that annoyed me about the entire thing which is really my annoyance with The Walking Dead as a whole, is that there's really no greater game at play going on. So, like, when these characters die, you just sit in the misery with these characters, and it's just sad. There's no, like... Like, when a character dies on the walk on, uh, on Game of Thrones, uh, there's the initial shock of the character dying, and then sure. your mind starts to... starts to the, me- the mechanisms in your mind start to turn. You start to think, oh, well, that character's dead. Well, he relates to this character yeah. in this larger plot well how does that affect this family and you start thinking about all this stuff that's going to happen but in the walking dead it's literally just well now they're dead now and that's sad (laughs) like there's no you they're just not on the show anymore and everyone's sad like you would be sad if you were there there's no like there's nothing bigger there's no grand game i mean is there any show on TV more in-depth than Game of Thrones, though? Like, is it really because I haven't seen The Walking Dead? Would you say The, the Walking Dead is specifically that barren of, like, the... It sounds like the that show... Yeah. It's just about they survival. Just, they, it sounds like they just keep repeating the same old pattern of just killing people off for the sake of killing them just for that, that shock value alone. It, you're definitely right, but... The, there's only they have changed the formula a little bit with this one with how they've introduced this new faction of people who are taking over, but it's just there's no there's nothing to draw on. So you're ended, so you end up just sitting in this misery and there's no there's nothing to take away from it. It's just sadness and you're just watching people being sad as you're as you're sad. It's a bummer. That in and of itself is sad. Yeah, it's, it's a bummer. Me. It's a bummer. But it's a two sided coin though because it is. It is cool when The Walking Dead is just about... It's literally just about these people trying to survive, and you would think about what would happen if you were in that situation, and you're literally just trying to survive. So some cool stuff can come out of that, of just people trying to fight to survive, but that can only last so long. Sure. Yeah. Anything else uh, of note happen? It did... The person that did the killing, it made me really hate that person, so... Maybe it made me say, "I want to see them dead. They need to pay." There you go. So uh, it's drawn me back in. I'm still gonna watch, of course. It's appointment viewing. Is it just the the first episode? First episode of season seven, and the way I'm not sure if all AMC shows do it, but the way Walking Dead and I know they're big shows, they do A and B seasons, 
So it'll be like eight episodes, then a small break. They did that with the final season of Breaking Bad, of Mad Men. They do it with their, their, their two premiere shows. It's their special thing. It's very I, annoying. I hate it so much. Yeah. Why? Just because you have to wait. It's just between. their way of stretching out like one season, one compact season of TV into essentially two seasons. Mm. Yeah. Without them, <laughs> but with the luxury of having not not to call it two seasons, so they don't they don't have to like contra- the characters aren't contractually obli- or the actors aren't contractually obligated to appear on two seasons of the show, just the one season of the show. Oh. Yeah. Same goes for just everyone on the staff. And, and they sort of shitty. You do get and slightly they, they more take episodes. advantage of the audience too. Yeah, like because at least in Walking Dead, there's like a crazy cliffhanger halfway through the season and at the end of the season. So it, for marketing purposes, oh, let's watch yeah. the freaking fall finale and then the <laughs> yeah s- spring premiere. So that's the- that's what they call it, like the fall. Something season like and the spring season or something? They call it like season 7A, season 7B. Really? At least, at least in... No shame. Cataloging. But uh, speaking of marketing, the last thing I'll say about Walking Dead, it's been interesting uh, on the the build-up to the season because they had all these, it was like seven or eight characters that could have died. Um, so none of these characters could be in the trailers. So the trailers were very weird because oh. it only could focus on these few characters that weren't involved in this situation. That's interesting. Uh, so the trailers were kind of weird because of that, because none of these main characters were in the trailers at all. Yeah. Saying cool things like they usually do. That That's pretty cool. Yeah. But you'll be, uh, you'll be oh, yeah. continuing. I'll be watching. It's one of your faves, huh? No. No. Okay. It's just one of the shows that I Not watch. one of your faves. Not one of my faves. Really? The, the graphic novel was one of my faves. So I stopped reading that. Interesting. Okay. Well, it certainly sounds intriguing to me. Speaking of intriguing, it is back. Ladies and gentlemen, DS, Designated Survivor, returned this week. Mike, you watched it? I did watch it, yep. I had to um, hold my nose, tilt back <laughs> my head, do that, that weird thing with like your tongue so you don't taste it on its way down. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I did. I did stomach through the, the, this past week and the week prior to that, which I was behind on. What do you think? Well, <laughs> Please tell us. I, mean, I really, uh, really hate this show. It is so bad. Wow. <laughs> Come on, it's just there's just there's nothing of of any re- redeeming value with this show i mean other other than the 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 one premise that was introduced in the pilot which i was i was hoping that they would expand and improve upon sure uh, no it's just been downhill from there and these last two episodes they just keep getting worse and worse doesn't it suck you in wanting to know what's going on with this this no it doesn't because (laughs) it's presented in the most just bland, uh, the most just uninspired, generic <laughs> way imaginable. Just, just the dialogue itself is just offensively bad. <laughs> like this actor, the characters go from just scene to scene to scene, just plot, 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 declarative statements to to, to each other after the next. Like that, that's how they speak. There's just no like. There's no artfulness. There's no um, creativity to the way they, they speak to one another. It is just, and they, they all speak in just like, uh, just ultra f- 
formal ways like they're they have to repeat the their the title of the character they're speaking to after after each <laughs> each time they address like mr president mr secretary mr. <laughs> congresswoman like it's just, it's just bad bad stuff mike i don't disagree that we're not dealing with the best show of all time here okay but there's some there's some cool stuff i'm still drawn in by the whole situation the situation is cool they've, they've pissed that away the show isn't even about that anymore you're telling me that okay a huge part of the show is them investigating the, the congressman you don't want to know how he he was involved <laughs> okay that scene with, with maggie q uh when she was sort of uh relaying to her boss about like just what happened with the, the bomb shelter and how okay. that man made it out alive i'll give it i'll give it that 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 one like moment of of that was pretty cool that was okay that was fine it was presented j- just fine i i won't i won't shit on it for that but it is pretty stupid it, <laughs> it is a pretty stupid thing but, that like the congressman the, the, the surviving congressman was was in on it and so oh, it's stupid it's stupid but it is i want to know what's what's going on but chris i'm going to tell you right now i know the moment the moment i did not watch this with with mike wait, but wait, wait. i know the moment is this a screen bit this i mean we we could make it into a screen bit but i what happened was when i was watching this i saw something on screen and I said, this is the moment that's going to make Mike say, I'm all set. <laughs> um, now, we might have to do a little there twisting and turning moments, for a screen bet. <laughs> but I'm sure this moment in particular stuck out, but please. Okay, and you you tell me. You can tell me what you thought. There's a moment when the... So we... we I think I know what you're We say. have the, the chief of staff... <laughs> And then we have, like, his former chief of staff from when he was just, like, the... Right, yeah. So there's, like, a woman and a man who are both sort of his 1A and 1B. She's now his uh, special special advisor. Yes, special advisor. So the special advisor approaches her, President Kirkman's wife. I'm not sure you know where I'm going with, with, with this, Mike. And they sit down, and she says... They, they act like they're old friends. They know mm-hmm. each other well. And she says, I wish I was here for a personal for a personal visit, but there's an issue. <laughs> and it is unveiled that President Kirkman's wife's ex-husband is in federal prison and that President Kirkman might not be the actual father of Mike's fa- favorite character, President Kirk- Kirkman's son. Oh, so, my God. We- How stupid is that so so not only you can tell this the quality of that storyline chris but also they've dropped he's coming back we've been sunless uh, for several episodes yeah. he's coming back in a big way and now now he's gonna we're gonna have to spend time with him and the, the fallout of this this realization that his that his the president isn't actually his father it's, it's some some thug criminal in prison Oh my god! And we're gonna have to deal with with Kiefer, uh, dealing, dealing. Does does he know? We actually don't know if he if he knows the truth. Yeah. But man, why is that a part of this show? Well, why do we need like like paternity drama in this show? It it has enough going on. 
it, it kind of brings you back to like why do we need the the governor of Michigan like rebelling against the federal government? Uh, yeah. Like there's there is enough there in Washington to to carry us through like the first season. Why do we, and it's just like business. I'm all over the place, but it's like ah, now business as as usual. Everything sort of is getting getting back to normal. Well, we have our daily press briefing with the freaking press secretary. Like what? The whole the world ended. Okay. Yeah. It, it is so weird. Like, because I I forget like when he calls the meeting with the congressman and like his official. The who is the woman? I I also missed why the woman lived. What was she just? She was the Republican designated survivor. Got you. She, okay. So she, she was. It is like weird. Like when he calls them both in for a meeting, you forget like that's everyone. That's the entire United States co- Congress and the and the president. Which is I I feel like even that in and of itself is bullshit because. Do all the senators and all the congressmen in the entire United States government like go to the State of the Union? I know they're supposed to, but you would think that some of them would just be like, "Oh yeah, I I, I gotta miss it this year. I'm doing something else." Like you would definitely. You would think, think so. like not literally every single person in Congress would be there. Yeah, yeah. you 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 would definitely think so. <laughs> well, although I'm sure they all really the, try to go. But. but don't the opposition every year of like so like say the Republicans last year don't they create like a live response to the state of the union every year that's true do, yeah. chris and they're off-site off-site yeah, yeah like you, so you think all or, of or some would out of protest to that a, yeah. a president's administration wouldn't go like Wait, just everything about the show is just so <laughs> phony so bullshit and um <laughs> i'm even having issues with Kiefer sutherland no hey say it ain't so but like Man, he just stalks. <laughs> he just talks, and it's just like diluted, like whisper voice. Yeah. It's just, it's just so one note. I mean, the the dialogue again. He <laughs> he and everyone in the show are, are given is just so abysmal. But but did still, you, they're, they're not the they're feeling, not doing. He's not doing much. So they did this whole thing where they're trying to capture the guy that they think set off the bomb. Okay. He's in Algeria, I, I think, and they're having all this trouble and man we we have this whole thing where Kiefer goes to visit the navy seal team that's going to go in and try to capture the guy wow and man i don't know about you mike but the second he started bonding with that seal leader i was like this guy is going to die and of course we get the the obligatory uh like backstories of, of the two like random soldiers like, that was real one man got a baby on the way one man who just got married <laughs> It was really rough. I thought for certain the guy with the baby on the way would, would be killed. <laughs> I was thinking, it seemed like the leader was the type of guy that would be s- sacrificing himself, you, you know? And then, like, uh, it was just so... And then, not not only that, don't we still sort of think it's not the guy? Like, I think they're after the, the wrong guy. Yeah, I think, I think we are, too. It's very it, strange. It, it, because just the way that they are are conveying this this investigation, this this um, mission to bring down whoever was responsible with those um, this terrorist group, like it is just it feels just so like yada yada and almost like it isn't even real, like almost like it's it is so obviously not the case that that this terrorist group was responsible, like just the way yeah. that they're they're presenting it. 
but who knows maybe the show i mean i wouldn't put it past the show to just be that bad in <laughs> offering up this well they gotta get the terrorist stuff out of the way so they can deal with the paternity suit that's coming Oh yeah, Chris. You think you're gonna be uh, tuning in at some point? <laughs> no, no. Although it, it does shock me the how down you guys are because I saw a poster for DS that said a bona fide hit. <laughs> I think someone. So just it wasn't want, me. Or I think someone just wanted to get their name on a poster. <laughs> so that's not uh that's not driving with the way you guys are talking. A bona fide hit. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, Here's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm going to make one prediction going forward. I think the reason why we're getting all this bullshit piled on top of the, the, the basic awesome idea that's very interesting about that happening, about what happened, is that they know we're eventually going to have to transition into a situation where that no longer matters. <laughs> like, stuff yeah. is going to... You have to get get back to normal, and unfortunately, I think we're going to transition into a show where we are talking about whether Kiefer's his dad and talking about like Save all these shit. other issues. I mean, in the immediate aftermath, though, like, please deal with that, not an yeah. unruly governor in Michigan. Unfortunately, uh, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that they we finally get some VP talk. Uh, this we week, finally, it's finally like clicks with, with Keeper Sutherland that like, oh shit, I, I need a vice president. <laughs> Only vice when president. he's pushed to to the brink. Only when he tries to <laughs> offer him to be, he tries to offer his support to be Speaker of the House. This is the man that they're investigating that was part of the thing to to, this to was, blow up. This was the lone survivor. Um, yeah, of mm-hmm. the the Capitol. Uh, building explosion and they're yeah. starting to figure out he's a, a fellow congressman um but now there, there's a serious fbi investigation uh ongoing that that sort of implicates him yeah in the the crime and now Kiefer wants to offer him uh the position of a vice president yeah but only only after he turned down speaker of the house for reasons like extremely unclear to me like how why would you want him to be your vice president? You can't find like a governor, some so, uh, a a friendly governor, some elsewhere to be your vice president. Like, well, he needs to be the vice president, so it's extremely dramatic when it comes out. And what a horrible I bet that guy was all part of his plan. They're going to offer me speaker. I'm going to turn it down. <laughs> yeah, that was all he was planning. Everything. <laughs> I mean, if this guy planned all this, he could just. Uh, assassinate Kiefer at any moment. Maybe, maybe that's the plan. <laughs> he, he's the true really Manchurian candidate. Oh, man. Well, are you going to keep watching? Yes. All right. Good. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I will, too. You better keep watching. Jeff said it was off next week. I did see at the end. Why are they messing with with us? We've already waited two weeks, and then at oh, the end of this know, week's episode... Kind of a relief. I don't have to watch <laughs> Oh, my that's oh, you're, true. <laughs> you're gonna get a full two weeks to uh, to to mull over uh, whether Kiefer. Uh, <laughs> well, we're not mulling over whether Kiefer is the dad. We already know that, but just mulling over. She didn't confirm that he wasn't, <laughs> but she definitely didn't deny it either. Didn't she? I don't think she did. We just sort of like like zoom in on her like frightened face. <laughs> 
Well, the final line spoken in that scene was the chief of staff saying, does President Kirkland know he's not his son? Or maybe he he said he might not be his son. You're you're right. You're right. Right. So we'll see. That's what brings us back, right? Now, are we going to get, like, a freaking paternity (laughs) drug test? Like, are we going to get that, too? I'm thinking, best case scenario, we get like a 30 second scene where Kiefer sits down, gives him a heart to heart, and we never see the, see the son again. That would be like, I might not be your father, but I am your dad. <laughs> Look at that scene. Oh, yeah. He's dropped a couple of classic lines like, like that. <laughs> and also, you know what? I'm not going to talk about The Strain, even though I've been watching it. I wouldn't rec- recommend it. Mike, I know you haven't been watching it. It did kill me. The main woman in The Strain, I think she's she's a congressman, too. She Councilwoman. Bro- ca- councilwoman. Um, now, we're all from fr- from Boston here. We're all, we're all from uh, New England. She brought out a big poppy quote during her speech to pump everyone up. This is our city. Only she didn't swear. But I, I was like, this is, they've stolen this directly from did Big, she, Big Poppy. Like, did she offer the fact that it was a Big Poppy quote? Did Absolutely she, not. Did she credit him? No, As no. As Poppy says, this I was, is our city. I could see it in her eyes. And she like she was trying to give this speech to pump everyone up, and it failed. But she said, you know, she, she starts, like, revving it up, like, you know, we're here to fight. And know what? I said, is she about to pull, pull a big poppy? And she said, this is our city. And no one cared. It was not as uh-huh. as good of an outcome as uh, as big poppy had. And, Too many uh, munchers. But that's fine. Any other quick hits today, guys? No, I don't think so. I gave the quickest of quick hits with my, my strain com- commentary mm-hmm. there. And that was, frankly, more than it deserves. <laughs> um... Let's talk. Let's talk Westworld. Sure. Yeah. Our new baby. I really, I've been been loving it. I am so immersed, guys. I'm so immersed. What What did you think? What did you think about this this episode, guys? Uh, I dug it. I dug it a lot. Uh, I liked all of the time looping shenanigans that happened in this episode. Where, well, not really shenanigans, but we found out how, like, um, Maeve, Mavis, is the character Maeve, how she was drawing these guys in suits, mm-hmm. and she looks in that floorboard, and she had drawn them, like, 18 times. It makes you... It that kinda, was really cool. Yeah, it made me think of how the show plays with time, and if... Because we, the first time we saw her going through that, we assumed this was the first time she had done that. Uh, but obviously it wasn't true. It makes me think about how many things we've seen that we assume happened for the first time that have really happened. That's a great point. Many times. That's a great point. Yeah. I just thought it was really interesting. Sort of like this idea of these ongoing storylines that we know happen again and again, but what are these sort of offset occurrences that could be happening again yeah. and again, too, that we, we don't realize? What do you think, Mike? Well, uh, as I've stated many times, I, I love that the character of Maeve. I think she's mm. one of the more interesting, sympathetic characters on the show. So uh, I love the fact that we spent as much time with her. 
this week so that that's always a plus I, I really love those scenes with her her thinking back to all the time she's been murdered and the surgery has been conducted on her and just that that final scene in the bedroom with her cutting that that bullet fragment out of her out of her chest yeah uh, was was great i thought that was a, a great way to close it was so uh, it was so just beautifully done like i just loved it I, yeah. I i loved it it was so so well well done and um i mean what is the what is the outcome of that now now she knows for for sure but will right? her memory get wiped again like will will she have to i know we then uh, see this process again of her sort of remembering, digging out of uh, the, the the floorboards, the those those images that she had drawn. Unless she does like an Edge of Tomorrow type thing, where in the floorboard she leaves like or like a memento thing, where she leaves a note mm, for herself. Very memento, very Nolan. Yeah, that's could, a could. that's a great thought. I also thought clearly something going on with her and the outlaw guy. I think his name is Hector. Is that his name? Yep. Yeah. They, I think she was starting to bring him in. Uh, I mean, obviously he saw the bullet and he saw that, but like their connection there, I think that's something that's not that that's something that's been de- developed. I think yeah, in the know? first episode, the connection. Speaking of Hector, I really loved the, um, the detail of us sort of being introduced to his crew, like at the beginning of that loop, like yeah, like. Uh, the man in black uh, meets that woman. She me- he meets their 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 posse, and then he goes into prison. And that they they break her out. They break them out, and that's when they together. Uh, once he's broken out of prison, they they go and sack that 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 town. That was um, so just cool. like we saw in the pilot. We we just saw the <clears throat> the beginning of of that story yeah. as opposed to the end. Yeah, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, how cool was it? What song was playing when they sacked the the town? Yeah. It was oh, well, it was pilot, like an operatic song. It was like a classical song. I in think. the pilot, it was painted black, painted black. Oh, but, but, but yeah, it was like an operatic. Yeah. Really cool, like floating yeah. strings on top of it, and just yeah. so cool with how how they showing the behind the scenes of the the control room, saying like, oh, there's some guests riding in with with them, and just uh, seeing seeing all that happen um mm-hmm. and how they can turn off individual guns and stuff if they to make things go a certain way yeah that, that was really cool that was that was that was really cool but um, the uh the coolest thing for me was when Maeve was sketching she had the sketches of the people in suits that she had uh and then she talked to Hector about that uh, about have you like have you seen these people? And he talks about like the Native American religion, about how there are these gods that control everything in everyone's yeah. lives. I thought that was super interesting. As these, as uh, obviously, I don't know if it was something that was built into them, or it seems like that's probably it. It made me think, as you can tell, because I'm fumbling over my words. As it's so cool that a religion would kind of feed out of this world that they've created i don't know if it would be cool if it was organically like they started seeing these people and these things and as uh original cultures would in the world like original 
people didn't know what the sun was, so they thought there was a sun god. Real echoes of real life. Yeah, so yeah. to explain something you don't understand, do you think it's something gods have done? Which I think would be really cool if that's the true and truth. Uh, and last episode, I think they talked about Ford talked about about uh, bicameralism for a little bit, where some original there was original thought that uh, early civilization would think of consciousness as God speaking to you. And that's mm. how that's how early man rationalized this voice in their head. Uh, so there's a little bit kind of to play here that Ford might have kind of built this whole system in, which I thought was really cool. I just like the concepts of religion and how it's kind of this backdrop that's there and all this stuff can feed out of it. That's a great point. That's really interesting stuff. I think, do they call them shades? The, I think that's what Hector said. Yeah, the shades. It's pretty that? cool. It's pretty cool. By the way, they, I just like the idea of a organic religion forming out of this inorganic world that they've created. Absolutely, a religion cool, formed yeah. by, by by robots. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, very cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Made me think. Yes, as they approach. Is is that something that's indicative of of consciousness you know is, is that what they're they're moving towards if if they have the the, the thought and the will to create something like that I, I think that's sort of another point that's moving us towards them having uh them having yeah. con consciousness i did man dolores gets around huh she is involved in like every one of these storylines well i guess not the well oh if you subscribe to the theory that her scenes with William are taking place in a uh, previous timeline, mm -hmm. it's true. Then perhaps not. Perhaps present day she's spending time with uh, what's his name, Bernard. Yeah. Uh, whereas thirty years ago she's spending time with William. Yeah. It really. I don't know what to think about that. Sometimes things will pop out, and I'll say, "Oh, this disproves it." But it's still, it's still in the air as, as a possible outcome. Yeah, man, um, it, it hasn't been disproven, and I, I think the show is in, intentionally steering us uh, in both directions. I want to talk a little bit bit about. Dolores and Bernard, their interactions. Um, I think the episode opens with with another one. Right, think so, yeah. And we sort of get the really the dramatic sort of all encompassing line. Uh, it's I I think there may be something wrong with this world, something hiding underneath. And then we go into. I think it's the first time that someone has spoken about the maze that wasn't the Man in Black. Yeah, Am I right Bernard, about that? Bernard brings it up. And Bernard brings it up. So that means he he knows about it. He tells Dolores to go and find it, and that that's sort of the key. Mm -hmm. To her freedom. Now, I thought that was interesting because up until this point, the middle of the maze has been something that a guest has to go and find, like a secret minigame. Mm -hmm. This is the first time that someone has said the the maze is the key for a host what is the maze any yeah. 
Any thoughts, guesses? That's the question. What's at the center of the maze? Mike, maybe, come on. Maybe, maybe Arnold himself is, is at the center of the maze. Um, like real life maybe, Arnold? Maybe the, the, the keys to unlocking the, the very nature of the of, of Westworld. I mean, that, that's very broad, but I think something relating to that is probably at the center of the maze. Or even just the key, maybe the key to true consciousness or a higher consciousness. But I don't know if that would be true if Bernard knows about it. I think that could be true if it was just even more secret. I don't know. I definitely think that's where the, the season is, is headed, and that by, by episode 10, I think we are we will have our answer to that. But I, I just don't think we know enough to st- start a, like openly speculating. Yeah. Well, we, we can obviously it's never too early to o- openly to really speculate. Answer. Scene of the episode for me. Jeff's scene of the episode. The Ford... Dr. Ford conversation at the restaurant. What an eerie, scary yeah, he, interaction. She presented his his godlike powers over the hosts in, in a way that we had never seen before. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense know, to that, me. That, that scene just felt off to me. Maybe it was intentionally so. Like it just you know, felt I mean, it felt like it was of a different realm to me. Something was wrong. Something w- to me, it, felt, it did feel off, but it felt like this man has some serious shit going on off. Like, it felt like this is not right. Like, it didn't feel right. Like, it felt very heavy, very crazy. Well, and, like, if, he, if he encompasses, on. like, those kinds of powers over, over the hosts, like, just, first of all, how, how does that work? How, how is he able to... How does it work? Yeah. How is he able to control the, their their literal movements like that? But what's to stop him from from doing just that? If the hosts start to be to um, gain sentience and consciousness and <laughs> and rise up in in a way, what's to stop him from from literally just pointing his finger and shutting them down? It was so strange because we saw him control the snake a couple episodes ago, but it really seemed like like he was mo- he was moving his finger and it was very like. Um, like the snake has to see me motion, do these motions or, or something. Those, all those people in that field, everyone around stopped and did exactly what what he, he wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's possible that he had like pre-programmed or planned s- something, and or they could be something. they could be a different kind of. They're not really hosts, right? They're like workers, so they could just be designed differently than the ones that are supposed to be organic life. No, that was reading on a. Online, I'll give a shout out to to Reddit. Um, someone had screen captured the hosts that were working on the field mm-hmm. were the hosts that yeah. the British guy had, <laughs> had made for his, his special. I thing. do like that detail. He just <laughs> just repurposed them for what a for laborers. What an asshole <laughs> move! Manual, manual labor. <laughs> That's a power move, right oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you what I think of uh, of your new hosts. <laughs> I'll turn them into mindless slaves. What does confuse? Y- you know what confused me about him? Just just a, my last final point on on Doctor Ford here. He keeps saying he is so for like the, the disagreement between him and Arnold was that Arnold wanted them to have that freedom, right? Arnold wanted them to build their consciousness to become more more real and dr ford wanted to recognize them as machines yep but 
seems like we're heading towards Dr. Ford freeing them. Like, it seems to me like he's all this stuff he's doing behind the scenes. It can't be that the outcome is, oh, you, f- you, you figured it out. We made sure they all have limitations. Like, it seems like he's trying to do what he's saying he was against Arnold doing. That doesn't make make sense to me. Well, he's a little bit in this gray area where he could go either way and he could be lying about either thing because he, if you remember the whole thing in the beginning of the season that started this all is he created the reveries. That's true. So obviously he cares about at least faking or like putting on the presentation of memories. And, but then in this episode, he talks about how he isn't sentimental and he is about to bulldoze basically this whole complex that he has such a history with and how he doesn't care about memories and he doesn't care about that because he's looking forward always. So he's kind of playing both, both ends on that one. I I'm so into it. I, I can't wait. It's, it's almost if DS is a 10, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> if really, DS is a one. <laughs> if DS is a one. Yes, this is, uh, I'll really be looking forward to what's, what's going to happen. I'd, okay. Right now I'd call it a solid seven. I'd give it an eight. I'm tempted to say eight too, Mike. I mean, it's all in how it sticks to the landing. Because it definitely, if all these pieces that they're setting up all fall into place, it can be something really special. Let's uh, let's lay down a screen bet. What? Okay. <laughs> Another screen bet? Oh Doubling God. down on the screen bets, t- bets today. Make your choices carefully. Here's the question. One of the hosts is going to kill kill a human i mean we are heading toward towards this sure yeah which host will kill which human and added bonus x extra points with which which weapon which one what with which with which weapon ah okay it's like a game of clue mike okay uh i'll I'll go first i think uh, i think it'll definitely be dolores Mm -hmm. and it'll be some shit character it'll be like some it won't be an important yeah. character. it'll be like some some one of those people that come in to clean up okay i think that it would make again the most dramatic sense for it to be dolores she's probably been the most abused and it'll probably if it were to happen i think she would she would kill one of the guests that were um like pillaged her her yeah. farmhouse and mm. murdered her father and Tempting to rape her, um, sort of how how that loop goes. Um, I think it would be it would be someone like that that she would kill. Okay, um, I think that definitely makes the most sense. I think as far as her killing, the a safest person, answer you can get. Yeah, I think if it happens before the season finale, it's going to be a random person, and it might build build it up. If it happens in the season finale. I think she might kill one of the, not ma- one of the main main characters. Like I, I think she might kill someone that we that that we know. She could kill that security guy. It's always worried. She could kill a security guy. I think a great candidate might be uh, Logan. Logan is okay. Williams. Logan is Williams' friend. Yeah. Again, that that really matters. That really will come down to uh, what timeline that that's taking place in. That's true. That's true. If okay, I think also number two, if it's not Dolores, I think Maeve. Yeah, I would love. She already kind of tried. I would love to see Maeve sort of 
reclaim her power, her authority. I think she's well on her way. And I'm going to do, just so I can officially lay lay this down, I'm going to do a gutsy sc- screen bet here. I'm saying final moment of this season. This might be too crazy. In fact, it can't be. My, uh, in fact, if, if we already know d- details about who's in season two, it might not be. <laughs> but Dolores, final shot, kills Dr. Ford. That's what I'm throwing down. All right? Okay. That's just that might a, be too crazy. Well, you know they t- that would be crazy. They have in the earlier episodes talked about an incident. There hasn't been an incident in the park since, blah blah blah. So I think if it isn't if if the Dolores scenes are in the past, half of the Dolores scenes, I think that she played a role in the incident, and the incident could be like her killing like guest or something. That's true. That's true. Okay, next week we are going to continue watching American Horror Story. Yep going to wrap up the season finale of Atlanta. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to push our way through DS. DS is off this week, right? Uh, that's right. No DS next, I'm next sure week. We'll, I'm sure we'll still uh, find a way to talk about it a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about it. we got to give D- DS its, uh, its screen time here. Chris, you'll fill us in more on, on Walking Dead? Mm-hmm. Of course, Westworld, so we have plenty of stuff to talk about, even... Uh, with DS on another, ver- come on, enough vacations with DS. Like, let's let's get it going. Uh, uh, maybe uh, I can finally devote some time to uh, Black Mirror. We can talk about Black Mirror. Sure, that that would be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll we'll do that. Um, Mike, let us know where can we find you online? On Twitter at linguistics underscore, and now at some point eventually. The official screeningclub.com website. That'll be up. You can visit us all on screeningclub.com. Chris, where can we find you? That Morris, T H A T M O R R I S, on twitter.com. You can find me, the real Jeff Moore.com. Remember to throw us a rate and a subscribe. Let us know what you think. And if you like what you hear, we would love for you to share your comments. Give us your thoughts. You can shoot us an email at screeningclub at gmail.com. And as Mike mentioned, you can always join us, screeningclub.com, for more articles, insight, and just to share your thoughts with us. Until next time, everyone, we'll be looking forward to chatting and happy watching this week. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye.